save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. This is Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. We're lifelong Lions fans. Bob! All right, let's go, Lions fans. The Jared Goff era has begun. Connor! Hey, let's bite some kneecaps. Detroit versus everybody, baby. UJ! A new era in Detroit has begun, people. So get on the train or get left behind. Rudd Dog! This is going to be an unprecedented era of Detroit Lions respect. Man, I'm Big Z. It's a new era of Detroit Lions football. It's going to be one hell of a season. We'll be drinking the blue Kool-Aid with Dan Campbell all year long. Predictions, thoughts, reactions, everything we got to hear. Sit back, relax, and grab your Kool-Aid, fans. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back. Only three weeks left in the NFL season. On uh, this episode, we'll be previewing week 16 here for the Lions, uh, who are traveling to Atlanta. Five and a half point underdogs, over under 42 and a half. Uh, we'll get into this game, uh, but before we do, let's get to the Blue Kool-Aid crew. So I'm Big Z. Let's get to the rest. We got Bob. Hello there. Red Dog. Yo. UJ. Hey, everybody. And Connor. Oh. So we got the whole crew here. We're excited uh, because this Lions team has been playing a lot better recently. Um, but there are some caveats to this week. You know, Jared Goff has been one of those people that have been playing better lately. Now he is, of course, on the COVID list. Like, it seems a third of the NFL is. <laughs> Every day there's just more names being added to it, taken off yeah. of it. Uh, it's just a weird time, uh, as we all know, just in society really in general but um matt nelson was out of that list but then taken off as jamal williams and then our like third or fourth string cornerback mark gilbert um i believe tracy walker will, will be back this week so there's some good news and some some bad news i believe Goff tested positive for it so he's like nacho symptoms for 24 hours before so i mean he could possibly play this week uh but otherwise it looks like tim boyle or maybe even uh david blau will be starting against uh the Falcons, which kind of, you know, kinda the kind of ruins the momentum our offense is having a little bit just with the way Goff's been operating. Uh, but, I mean, if Goff doesn't start this week, how confident are we in the Lions' ability to, you know, score some points against this Falcons? If it's Blau, I'm confident. It's not a great defensive team, by the way. If it's Blau, I have more faith than Boyle. I'll say that much. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. I don't think they'll be tearing it up, but I I could see them having success. We got a pretty good uh, offensive line right now, and our run game's pretty solid. Yeah. So, yeah, and a good you know game plan that can execute to their strengths. I think they could set them up to set us up to score some points. You know, if, especially if you know if we get some guys open, find some good mismatches for them to work with. But I, I have a feeling if things get too mixed up, then. They they'll struggle, but you know I I I am with Connor. I think Blau gives me a little more hope than when Boyle in this case as well. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd probably lean that way as well, just because we've at least seen some success in the past with Blau. Not 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 a lot, but you know, at least something to hold on to. Or then again, I don't know about Tim Boyle's kind of thrusting there <laughs> against a good Steelers defense in a horrible weather. Uh, but I mean, he obviously didn't look good in that game. I've never seen anything. I'm good looking from him, at though, even in like the nope. preseason. I feel like I never was impressed by him. Yeah, I think in college he wasn't that good either. I don't know why. He's no, on the team, it, he has. It, it's amazing how he's horrible. It's amazing how he's worked himself to a even like a, a starting an NFL game, considering his college statistics uh, and pr- production. Yeah. It's kind of am- yeah. amazing, actually. At least I've seen uh, Blau I, tear up like a preseason game. <laughs> I know he can do something. I will note this about Atlanta. They are the second worst in the NFL uh, next to the Jets in rushing DVOA. So I think that Hmm. at least bodes well for us in this contest in terms of our rushing production recently. Yes. um, And the matches that we have this week, even if we do have a backup quarterback in there. So I do like that a lot. Uh, We get Jamal Williams back, which is nice at least. Uh, But I do think. Williams being off a couple of weeks, uh, we've seen this in the NFL too. Other players, uh, especially running backs, coming off of COVID, not getting a, a full load by any means. So I would imagine Craig Reynolds still gets a bulk of the carries this week. I'm okay with, with that. Maybe Williams getting <laughs> like six to eight. I would, I would imagine. That'd be a nice combo to throw at him. They're having Jamal back and and Reynolds too. Honestly, though, uh, just seeing how those two guys, tough runners. Yeah, I agree. But yeah. how 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 they've <laughs> produced so far, I think Reynolds is actually the better runner. Uh, than Williams. Williams has his charm and his toughness, and he's a decent runner, but I think uh, Reynolds shows a little more elusiveness and a little more explosiveness in his game, and I think I don't mind seeing him get the larger share of the carries there. Yeah, yeah he, prob- he probably will, too, I-, I would think. Yeah, I would think so, too. Uh, but, uh, I-, I mean, and like I think we said this in the past, uh, where we, I think we all agree, like, Williams... Not like a lead back by any means, but a really good complimentary back mm-hmm. to the offense. But not, not not a guy that should be getting like twenty carries a game, but in the kind of the but can if like you have six to six to twelve range, I guess. Uh, but it, good veteran presence, uh, good guy to, that you want in your running back room, uh, and just entertaining from a fan standpoint. <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah. in terms of yeah. his personality, um, but l- let's just uh, kind of nail down his Falcons team a little bit here uh matt ryan still the quarterback still hanging around uh probably because of his contract uh i believe a 40 million dollar cap hit right now for the falcons so he's not going anywhere uh and he's i believe 38 years old now so he's getting he's up that there. old wow is he wow yeah, yeah. he Let was good back in the day. i believe he's up there though he's been around forever though he was out before Stafford. I was, I was talking about this with Bob. I feel like back in the day, he was a really good quarterback. Sorry, 36. But, Still old. Yeah. But, uh, Falcon, 36 sounds more reasonable. Falcons fans seem to have a very complicated relationship with Matt Ryan these days. Oh, he's 36, see? Yeah. 36. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that does sound more reasonable. Because that's right. What, Stafford, 35? Stafford's like 33, isn't he? Because they're like close to each yeah, other. 33. Oh, 30, yeah, about three years apart then. That sounds about right. Yeah, like yeah, thirty six. He's not that. Old. He's hey. in his prime, really. Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know. Last year they they were talking about uh, drafting a quarterback, and they really, I think they really wanted to, but they couldn't resist getting Pitts. Pitts is great. With, with that, yeah. he is a great player. Oh, There's so no one about to watch. Uh, yeah, I he's think, barely a tight end. I think they. 
Yeah, Morgan. yeah I think they're, up, but now they've been they're like trying to double. move on from uh, Ryan when they can, though. I mean, Whoa, when right. can they cut him loose? Is it like a so like a golf situation where like after a certain year they can kind of cut him loose or? Right, I think I think I think they have like probably one more year with them before like it's not a huge cap hit because I think if they cut him, I believe I knew I know if they I knew if they cut him this year it would have been forty million dollar cap hit. Um, I could I see them goes down to like twenty five, but it's still like a significant amount. Uh, I could see them drafting that guy from Pitt and like letting him learn behind Ryan for a year. That's- yeah, I've seen I've seen their uh, their team connected to any of the you know top five quarterback prospects. Pickett, Pickett, Pickett. Corral, Malik Willis, any of those guys. Uh, maybe not Malik Willis as much, but. Uh, I don't know, but uh, anyways, Matt, Matt Ryan, uh, a guy that's been on the Falcons forever here, very up and down in terms of his production, especially later in his career here. Um, but you know this Falcons offense still they can still do some damage. Cordell Patterson's been a marvel for them at the running back position. He's pretty much single handedly kept their offense alive for most of the year. Yeah, uh, he's hurt, he's hurt us in the past too, Patterson. Yeah, no, he's yeah. Good. He's he it's it's crazy that he's just right now only uh, found, finally found like the perfect spot for him in the NFL. Like the running back position been coming out of the backfield. I'm surprised no one. Uh, the Bears started it with it, and then he's really succeeded uh, with Arthur Arthur Smith in this Atlanta offense. But uh, the Falcons, as we mentioned, Kyle Pitts, that tight end position uh, has been, you know, as advertised this year. Teams have started double teaming him uh, in the past few weeks already as a rookie. Oh boy. Um, so his production's gone down a little bit, but then uh, Russell Gage, their number one wide receiver, has uh, stepped up. So if, if Russell Gage is still available in your fantasy leagues, uh, and you're still lucky enough to be in the fantasy playoffs, uh, pick him up because uh, he'll definitely get a lot of passes thrown his way this week. Um, but and then Calvin Ridley, not he hasn't played for the team in many weeks due to mental health issues. So not sure what's going on there, but uh, he he just hasn't played for I think eight weeks or nine weeks and he's out for the year I mean he could come back tomorrow I guess but if he's already been out that long I would doubt he comes back but this is a um this is an Atlanta team six and eight they're only one game out of the playoffs uh and Z they only have one win at home uh, Atlanta so so that uh could work in our favor that's true they don't don't have a good home yeah that is absurd they have six wins and only one of them's at home Wow. That is crazy. I mean, look at the Cardinals. Uh, the, all four of their no, the first loss on the road was to the Lions. Uh, but before that, all their most of their wins were on the road too. Uh, but that is a weird stay. Yeah, one and five at home, five and three on the road for the, the Falcons here. Uh, which, which looks like a nice stadium. Maybe it's too nice. You know, maybe they get yeah. a little too comfortable <laughs> there. Too, I don't know. A little too comfortable. Yeah. Uh, but th- this Falcons defense is what uh, really hurts them. The offense has picked up a little bit this year, but it's really the defense uh, giving up 31 to the 49ers uh, last week. Uh, you know, 21 to the Panthers. That's a terrible offense. Giving up 80 points total this year to the Buccaneers. That's that's pretty bad. Uh, Man, I really hope we get Goff this week because this sounds like he could have a really fun day just chucking it all over the place and potentially, but. Instead, oh, yeah. we might, if we have to go with like Boyle or Blau, it's going to be like that's going to be the reason we'll be able to stay in the game potentially. <laughs> like, 
Oh, for sure. <sighs> uh, they do have a couple of players I really like on their defense, but overall the defense still isn't there. Uh, Grady Jarrett, the defense tackle. Um, they have Deron Harmon on the team. He's there. Hey, uh, Rufy, call hey. him Deron. Um, AJ Terrell, uh, probably one of the better cornerbacks uh, in the NFC South. And then Deion Jones, just a linebacker I really enjoy watching. Super athletic guy. But overall, uh, you know, a lot of lot of names that uh, you know aren't too notable. I guess Dante Fowler might be a notable name, but he hasn't played that great this year for them. But this is definitely a very vulnerable defense for the Lions now. Uh, it's just a matter of attacking them. So hopefully we can have as much full strength as possible and continue our, uh, you know, our trajectory that we've been on here, scoring twenty points. Actually, we got the thirty last week, which yeah. is insane. Whoop, whoop. Finally got the thirty. Yeah, uh, maybe yeah. we can do that again. Again, the Lions are uh, two and one this year when they've scored over twenty points. Almost like, like scoring points three. is good. Done it only three times. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a weird coincidence. <laughs> Um and two and zero oh in the last three when they've scored over twenty points, so it, it's all a matter of yeah. how you know you you show the the stats. It's a shame. I feel like this current Lions team would have beaten the Bears on Thanksgiving. They would have beaten the Niners Week One. They would have beaten the Vikings before. Like this this team right now looks like a seven or eight win team. The way they're playing right now. I agree, guys. Right, and the Lions, like we said, uh, they're they're trying. You know, Dan Campbell, I think, put in a hundred thousand dollar bet on the over to start the year, four and a half. So I think he's really trying to get that over. <laughs> I uh, hope he does. <laughs> maybe it's built into his bonus. You know, if you beat the Vegas odds, you get a an extra bonus. Yeah. At the end. Of By the, the way, regarding Dan Campbell, his uh, approval ratings are extremely high right now. Oh yeah, yeah. You know. I think Pride of Detroit did a poll. It was like ninety nine percent thousand responses. Yeah, it was like ninety eight percent. Yes, uh, we approved yeah, really. the job. And two. I just wonder who those other guys were that said he wasn't doing a good job. You know, who yeah. are those people? Those are all the people who miserable. Still classes. miss Caldwell. Yeah. Yeah. Caldwell revisionists drive me crazy. Everyone acts like he was the greatest coach of all time, but we fired him for a reason. Oh, kills yes, I liked I liked Caldwell, but he wasn't like taking us to the Super Bowl every year, like. Mm-hmm. He couldn't beat He's winning teams. Or a playoff victory. He didn't yeah. win any playoff games. Uh, couldn't beat many teams over 500. Like, if we play, steady enough to keep you from like falling apart and like putting right. out like a halfway decent team, but he never had that like edge take you. Here over. we go. Rehashing Caldwell again. <laughs> Let's it's, just a con- it's a conversation that's out there. He's you know? sucked. He's gone. Let's I, go to our. I think it should be a coach. segment, UJ. Well, yeah. Caldwell segment. <sighs> Yeah, he can be it's just like Christmas you know, it's the thing we minutes. mentioned once an episode, like uh, Bob mentioning Jib, he randomly throws in Jib Bob Cooter once an episode. Yeah, yeah. So. exactly. <laughs> the only person that misses Jim Bob Cooter. God rest his soul. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah boy. Um, is there anything you guys are uh, else are looking at uh, in this game? I, I think uh, you know, can Charles Harris keep up his momentum too with a good game? Can he follow it up with another you know solid performance here? Uh, yeah, so the secondary is what I'm most excited to watch. See how they perform mm-hmm. against Matt Ryan. Tracy will man. um, yeah, well, will Harris play cornerback again? Uh, he might. I, I mean, why not? First try. <laughs> well, he'll probably move back into nickel if uh, someone comes back. But we, well, mm-hmm. who's back? I don't. I don't think anyone's. Well, I told Jacobs. you, Mark Gilbert, uh, one of our backup cornerbacks, has uh, been reactivated. So maybe he'll step up there. Yeah, he had that Is one great play. Warrior out now. Wasn't he out? Wait, Warrior's hurt now. He didn't. He he didn't practice today, from what I understand. Oh, good lord! I don't. I don't know what the details of that are. 
I hope he's not hurt now. His alarm clock. I had a feeling he'd get hurt. To say. Like, <laughs> everyone who gets highlighted on this team gets like hurt this year. It's weird. It's like, oh, you're doing well. <laughs> now you're injured. Get out of here. That's what it seems like. Oh, Jerry right. Jacobs steps up. He's done. You know, yeah. like the first good play that Tyrell Williams made this year, he's out for the season. <laughs> oh, what's his name? Uh, Cephas makes a great play, breaks a tackle, spins off, runs to the sideline, breaks his collarbone. I mean, I'm not kidding. This is a real pattern. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's been rough uh, injury-wise, which makes what the Lions have done two of the last three weeks even more impressive, uh, just considering all the injuries and uh, things yeah. that they lost and, and on an already undermanned roster. Uh, so Wait, was Julian O'Quar out last week because he was he was uh, yeah he was running with the trainers today on the sidelines. So oh, that's he good. was inactive last week. Yeah, right. Yeah, be nice to get him back. Man, we were Where getting all that pass him, yeah. rush without him, without his brother, without Flowers, without like so many people we were missing who were supposed to be integral to that pass rush, and we get our best one yet. Without them all last week. That's crazy. Uh, we blitzed like maniacs in that game, too, like we haven't done before. Yeah, well, and effectively like blitzed, which was new. Yeah. We used right. to blitz and, and get burned. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw the video yeah. floating around there about the, the, the one Charles Harris sack, uh, the one where he was free off the edge um, and then end up chasing down Kyler Murray yeah. um, to his right. Yeah. Really cool, you know, blitz. Uh, it wasn't even a blitz. Uh, it was a four-man rush. The Lions lined up six on the line. Uh, the two linebackers over the middle pretty much rush uh, both A-gaps. And then, like, Jalen Reeves, Babin engages for one second, then drops back off into coverage. Uh, and that, it, it, it mixed up the, the old lineman passing off one to the other, thinking there was two inside, and then allowed Charles Harris to free up off the edge uh, to get Kyler Murray. Just, you know, little wrinkles yeah, like that awesome. in the pass rush. Um is what gets you excited about like the Aaron Glenn and the the coordination and hope hopefully you know he can stick around for he's awesome you know I hope he's around years. for years yeah yeah because um, uh you know he he might get an interview just like uh, you know uh out of courtesy or something like that this year I don't think he'll get hired as a head coach because no you just don't get hired as a head coach as a defense coordinator on two win three win team or whatever but uh <laughs> You know, if if he follows it up with another good season next year, he might be gone. But that that's you know obviously you're out. Well, teams should use but... us as a cautionary tale when hiring a defensive coordinator as your head coach. Yeah, right. And they should just let us keep him. I think that would be better. I would be them. cautious about anyone that um you know is considered a genius. Yeah, rocket scientist. Or... <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> right. Um. All right, gentlemen. So let's get to it here. Uh. You know, people. Don't, they don't want to listen to this too long because it's the holidays. They got things to do. So let's get what? to. Don't want to listen to us. What are you talking, <laughs> are you talking about? I said they don't want to listen to us too long. Too long. Come you know? on. <laughs> Who's too long? That's the people that spend their Christmas Eve listening to this podcast <laughs> like, as a family. Yeah. Uh, sit around the table, all gather. Little together, fire. Uh, play the pod. Drink the, drinking their Kool Aid. You know? Drinking their Kool Aid. Okay, everybody. Right. We got our eggnog. Let's sit down and listen and to And now our carol section begins. <laughs> Chestnuts <laughs> roasting on an open fire. We should do like a holiday hearth, like Nick Offerman, yeah. where we're just like standing in front of a fire, talking about the lives. It could be great. Yeah. Uh, yes. So let's get to it. Our famous okay predictions. So as I mentioned, Lions five and a half point underdogs. Uh, who knows with Jared Goff and some of the other COVID list people. 
Um, but over under 42 and a half, this game kicks off noon central one o'clock Eastern in Atlanta. Bob, let's start with you on your prediction. All right. Well, uh, I think the lions are going to pull off another victory. Um, I like our chances going on the road. Um, I think our hot players are going to stay hot here. Uh, Riley Patterson, the mm-hmm. youngster from Edwardsville, Illinois, he'll have another good game. I see three field goals coming from him. And Special teams other... player of the week last week. Riley yeah, Patterson. yeah, yeah, pretty cool. I think the defense can play pretty solid. You know, our, our uh, they're they're starting to feed off what they're doing and getting hyped up. So I think they'll be able to limit Ryan. I mean, they just got to keep Kyle Pitts in check, but they're going to score some. But uh, I think we'll do enough to slow him down. And uh, the other guy, the hot guy now, I'm on Rouse St. Brown. I think he's going to have another big game. Two touchdowns for him. So if I put it in the old adding machine here, Mm. click, 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 clackety clack. Uh, 23 points for the Lions and 10 for Atlanta. So big Mm. road victory for the Lions. Wow. Mm -hmm. That is a big road victory. Convincing again. Two weeks ago. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Uh, Let's go to Rudd Dog. Yeah, I I like it. Again, uh, the only thing I'm going to do is to say they're going to score 10 more points and score 33 points this week. Uh, I think uh, Reynolds 12, is gonna four field goals, three touchdowns. Well, I don't need to know all the specifics. I just know there's gonna be a lot of scoring, and it's gonna add thirty three points. And Craig Reynolds is gonna add a nice portion to that with a a perhaps near two hundred yard rushing performance. Hmm. Um, and uh, I just think our defense is gonna find a way to stifle the potency of this 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 Falcons offense. Uh, I think they're going to have a good game plan for Pitts and just really come out aggressive again and get after Ryan and make him uncomfortable. So, yeah, I think they're going to win this one convincingly and, and break the 30-point barrier once more. All right. So there's right. another Lions victory mm-hmm. prediction. Uh, and, you know, people, they, they, you know, they, they tell us sometimes we drink too much Kool-Aid on our predictions here. But... We told everybody last week that the Lions would win last. That's week, right. So. And we were looked yeah. like geniuses. Yeah. No one else but I think, win. But I think, I think I it had helped the closest because in the score that prediction that week too for once. But I think it helped last week, uh, UJ. I think the Lions listened to your prediction uh, and <laughs> your motivate motivating speech um, with comparing Colonel Sanders and uh, Winston Churchill. <laughs> so yeah. I I'm curious if yeah. uh, uh, what Good your man. prediction here is this week. Yeah, I heard Campbell was playing that tape in the locker room. With the boys. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but but I don't know. I'm so excited about this team. And you know what? This team's excited about themselves, and they're feeling it right now. And I know they're not in the playoff contention, but I don't even know if they know that or anything. They're, they're just out there just playing their hearts out, man. I like This team, I, I can't remember a team. Like, they are literally playing their hearts out, and I think they're going to come out storming again this week, too, because – they just don't know they're supposed to be a bad team, and they're playing great. They're they're just amazing. They all have hearts of a lion. And you know what? Let me tell you something about lions too. You know, lions the the you know the actual cat, animal. Yeah. You know that. You know what they hate? They hate they hate birds. So like, what you know? Last week we ate cardinals. You know they ate the cardinals. This week it's the falcons. Next week it'll be a seahawk. It doesn't matter. The birds. We're, we're gonna roll through the birds. Is right now is what I'm saying. So we're gonna we're gonna do have a great game this game. These guys are just jacked up. I think we're gonna run like crazy in this game. We're gonna pound and pound and pound. And our defense is gonna have an aggressive game like they did last week. And I think we're gonna win this game 
fairly handily, uh, 27 to 13 is my prediction. Mm. All right. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Hey, uh, UJ, one quick fact check here. Uh, lions have relatively small hearts to their body size, about one uh, 3% of their body weight compared to 4.3% for humans. So. Wow. Stat cast. <laughs> Damn. Well, yeah. But the, it's how they use the heart. heart. That's it's, what is the, the heart. <laughs> is their heart bigger than their brains? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's metaphorical. Know. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, having to rethink this now. <laughs> the heart of a lion. Yeah. Isn't there? A, yeah, but it. birds, but birds have even a little tinier, smaller hearts. That's like, true. And they beat like really fast. So they're more prone to heart attacks <laughs> or something. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Okay, Connor, let's uh, let's go over to you. Wow, isn't isn't there a thing where like no one's beaten every bird team in one season? Is that is that a thing? I I, I have no something idea. like that. Oh yeah, Sounds that is a thing. Uh, There's like yeah. no one's ever beaten every bird team in one NFL season. I think not that the Lions can do that because they're not playing every bird team. I don't think. Well, they already. Well, we lost, lost, to already, so. yeah. lost to the Eagles. We yeah, lost the two bird teams. Even. I already blew my prediction. My first prediction is before 2025, we will have beaten every bird team in one season. My second (laughs) prediction, uh, by the way, a shout out. Amon Ross St. Brown was my pick to click for the season. It started a little later, but it's happening now. So that's for me. Um, (laughs) 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 I not to my own horn. I think Craig Reynolds is going to pop off for 103 yards, two touchdowns. I think the Lions are going to win this game 27 to 20. It doesn't even matter if Goff mm. is playing or not because we're going to pound the ball down their throats. Mm. And uh, yeah, that's my prediction 27 20 Lions. All right, winner. Right. All right, I like it. Uh, I'm going to go 24 to 17. I think it'll be a little harder fought on the road here. Um, but I do like the Lions' rush offense going against this rush defense. And I think that will be the difference maker. Um, I see a couple. 10 to 15 play uh, drives in this one that'll keep Atlanta off the field. Um, and yeah, regardless of who the quarterback is, uh, I think maybe 200 yards at most, but this, this game's going to get done on the ground just the way Dan Campbell and uh, like it likes it. Uh, so I, I, I'm big, uh, big fan of this one. I think it's a good matchup for the lions here in the way they're uh, projecting forward. And I like the way our defense is playing. I think they match up well with them here as long as they keep Kyle Pitts in check that's always the key yeah I'll be curious to see how they defend him because he is a beast uh I mean teams have been double teaming him for the last few weeks here so his production's gone down but um that only means they respect him a lot uh, when you see double teams like that um mm-hmm. so I also want to throw out one name here you know I was reading about because we had a discussion um about Anthony Lynn and what he stay on last week. But there's another name that has been thrown out there a lot, and a guy that's been kind of coordinating the passing offense and a guy that might be uh, – his name's Ben Johnson. He's the he's the tight end coach, um, but he's been also the, the passing game coordinator the past few weeks uh, ever since they made that transition from Anthony Lynn being offense coordinator to Dan Campbell. Um, so Ben Johnson, a name to watch out for in terms of, uh, you know, offense coordinator for next year possibly. I think Anthony Lynn, where his impact is, is it seems like he's been relegated to like run game coordinator. Like Dan Campbell says, like I want to run a run here. What do we? What do you think, Anthony? I want to do a pass here. What do you think, Ben? I, I'm guessing I, you know, based on what I'm reading, that that's kind of the conversation that goes in the headset. But 
Um, All right. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll stay in track, but that's just something else to think about. I I, I wanted to mention. That. Yeah, I mean, there's no chance right Lynn stays next season. I would think. I, what is I would there say no chance? chance? But I'd say twenty percent. I would say it's a very low chance. Uh, were we just talking right. about that this? Twenty percent is low. We're, UJ was just talking about this. At, or I thought was this on the last pod, or I don't know. But you were talking about like the guy from the Saints, his the offensive coordinator of the Saints behind Sean Payton. Like he's been with them for like eight years or something like that, and so I'm just saying like I'm not sure that it's a sure thing that he's gone. If he wants to, you know, stay here and help build what they've already started building together, if it's successful, he might want to be part of it. He's gone. Put your money on it. <laughs> All right, that's it. Oh, All right, okay. Hey, and if you're listening to this on Christmas Day, you know, if you see an old man leaning out the window, it's like. Hey, boy, is that falcon still hanging in the window? Here's a shilling. <laughs> Buy it. Bring it to Tiny Tim and his family. You know, and then Tiny Tim will cook it up. And God bless us, everyone. Tiny Tim did the so, cooking? I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. My Dickens is a little sweet. But uh, anyway, Merry Christmas, uh, fans, yeah. listeners. Merry Christmas, everybody. Oh, yeah. yes. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas. Um. We'll be back early next week, uh, recapping the game, this game, um, and previewing uh, the game right after New Year's. So, still a lot to talk about here as the season wraps up. Uh, still a lot to look forward to, uh, especially with the momentum of the Lions built up the past few weeks. Uh, but Instagram, drinking Bukule, Twitter at drinking Lions. Please follow us on there. Let us know your thoughts uh, about the current state of the Lions. Love to hear from you. Um, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast, please download, please subscribe, please leave a review. Oh, it's greatly appreciated. Otherwise, uh, oh, oh, thank you to sidelinereport.com and to our producer, Kid J. Always Kid really J. J. Um, so thank you, everybody. Have a great, safe, healthy, happy Christmas. Uh, we'll, like I said, we'll be back next week, uh, recapping this game. Otherwise, last but not least, as always, Go, go, go. Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain, Alliance victory!